0: What does
1: vertigo feel like? It, um, it's. It's
0: awful. I couldn't for okay. So for the first, what happens is okay. Let me explain the science to you as quickly as possible. In your brain, you have or in your, <laughs> you idiot. No, no, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not like mansplaining. I'm just trying to explain, like the because
1: you're not a man.
0: Friendsplaining. Friendsplaining. In your inner ear, you have fluid. And then it, you also have these little microscopic hairs that send signals to your brain when that fluid moves to tell you that when you get up, you're standing up, right? Or when you lay down, you're laying down. Right. So when you have vertigo, your brain is being told you're constantly spinning, even if you're sitting down or standing up.
1: What happened to me, I felt like the floor was just like coming up into my face the whole time.
0: I have not
2: had any vertigo because I have plus two constitution. That's a little d and <laughs> joke for you. Welcome to the Sorting Chat.
0: Welcome to the Sorting Chat.
1: Can our spell today be to, like, unvertigo people? Stab- stabilize. <laughs> I don't know. That's a boring spell.
2: There's a roller coaster at Kings Island called In Vertigo, which mm. is not a fucking word. Uh, it was previously, back when the park back when the park was um, owned by Paramount Studios and all of the rides were movie themed, it was called Face Off yes. <laughs> after the movie Face Off. And, and and I guess the thematic reason for that was that it goes forward and then it goes backwards. Mm. Like, it's the same, but different. You're gonna rip your face off. Oh, I guess that's a good point, too. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that could be our spell. I like in
1: it.
0: Vertigo, like opposite <laughs> But of what's Vertigo. that quote
1: from the movie Face Off? That really famous quote.
0: Sherry, is. The quote I'd like to take his face yes. off. <laughs> yes. That <is> the quote. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a snake. Well,
2: I'm sorry, no. Dale. Lucy's saying she saw a snake. Where did you Go see it? Go check a snake? it out, Ma. I'm
1: by the Diogo.
2: Hold on just a second. I gotta go check a snake in the backyard real ah. quick. I'll be right back. See if it speaks tongue. It's probably not gonna
1: hurt ya. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm not a fan of snakes, generally. Well, yeah, I
0: am not either.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna go near any <laughs> snake,
0: sorry. <clears throat> There's this, like, thing with snakes, like, if they have round like, eyes, they're usually safe.
1: <clears> hmm.
2: <throat> everybody still here? Yes.
1: Yep. Uh, okay. Just talking about snakes.
2: Well, the snake was, I don't know, a foot and a half long. It's definitely not venomous. and we Did it just have round it... eyes? Uh,
0: I don't know. I literally know, just it's...
1: learned that round eyes means they're less dangerous. Well,
0: sometimes with some snakes, that's the truth. But there's also, like, color rules. Well, tell me what Let colors me are bad, then. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I don't know.
2: Apparently, there are only 25 species of snakes in Ohio, so I'm gonna find out which one it is.
0: <clears throat> it's red touches yellow, kill a fellow. Red touches black venom lack so if you look at a coral snake and you think it's a coral snake and if the red is touching black it's safe but if the red is touching yellow it's not
1: but to tie this into harry potter (laughs) do you think it's logical to assume that all of the snakes speak the same dialect of parcel mouth parcel tongue i would assume so or would different species have their own different snake languages yeah
0: i don't know i think all snakes
1: speak the same
0: i mean it's Oh boy, that's a good question. Because he did speak to a
2: snake from where was Brazi- it from? In well, the it was bred
1: in captivity, so it, oh. it was, you know, I guess like by nationality, b- British, but it was Brazilian in heritage.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was maybe a ribbon snake. There can't has to be more than twenty five kinds of snakes in the state of Ohio. That's that's like a not lot that of kinds snakes.
1: of snakes. <laughs>
2: that many kinds. like
1: think about how many kinds of like dogs there are there aren't that many kinds of dogs
2: well i'm pretty sure it's a safe snake i've already sent my child back outside to play so it was a it was you know what as my mother said says no my mother would never say this about snakes she <laughs> hates snakes but it's
0: more afraid of you mm. than you are
2: of it <laughs> um i don't, I know, don't about- know i wasn't that afraid <laughs>
0: I think snakes don't care.
2: Lucy really wanted to touch it, and I was like, well, how about don't do you that. just... So we sort of chased it slowly under the
1: wood pile. I was like, that's a better place for you, bud. <laughs> She's definitely touching it while you're inside.
0: Definitely did not have,
1: did not have a venomous Brown snake head.
0: Brown and tan striped snake. <laughs> We're still looking up snakes. Oh, the slither should,
1: should we Should we introduce ourselves and in stuff?
0: Was the stripes... Like length, like lengthwise down the snake. Uh, I'm Lauren. I'm Sherry.
1: I'm Dale. Oh, did we? Should we do what we're drinking? We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, I'm just
2: drinking water. I'm drinking that Pepsi Cola. Nice. You know it.
1: I know it. I'm drinking. You know it. Like a hot lemon and ginger and honey, which
0: mm. I believe.
1: Here is called a dawa, which I'm pretty sure is the Swahili word for medicine, but also what they call this particular beverage that you drink when you're sick.
2: Remind everybody where here is um, our listeners.
1: In well, I'm in Nairobi. She's in Kenya. This is true.
2: Dale, how much do you want to share with our listeners about what you've been I doing? I can share
0: with it. I can share. Um, I uh. I was just in inpatient therapy for like 12 days um, diagnosed with PTSD and severe depression and anxiety. And um, I got, you know, I went inpatient, you know, there, there's other reasons that I'm not going to share, but I went in and got my meds straightened out, um, got some therapy, got some counseling, got some group therapy. And then um, I have like an outpatient plan where I'm going to a counselor and things are are awesome. and. When I say loony bin, that's that's something that uh, is an endearing term for people who've been inpatient, but obviously I don't want to offend anybody uh, with that term, so I'm just going to say <laughs> inpatient
2: therapy. Timothy will be happy to know that you guys call it that, because he couldn't think of what to call it the other day. <laughs> he was like, can I say
0: loony bin? I was like, probably not, but... That's what we call... Literally <laughs> everyone there called it that. I'm talking like vets... From, you know, military vets, from people who've, you know, mm-hmm. attempted suicide, everyone there called it the loony yeah. bin. Yeah. Not the, not the people who work there, but the people who were in there did call it the loony right. bin. Right. And I remember, um, before I even went in, I think, uh, your, uh, saw Sherry post a tweet something about her mom <laughs> calling it. What did your mom call she, it? Well,
1: she was talking about one of her clients and she would, told me that, uh, she's like, yeah, I had this person come in and they were wackadoodle crazy. And I was like, I don't think <laughs> you're allowed to say that. And she's like, I just don't know any other word for it. Um, I'm like that is not an official diagnosis. But I think for like calling it the loony well, bin, it feels like it's one of those things where kind of like a taken it back kind of thing where like you're allowed uh, to yeah, reclaim yeah. certain words, but like for people that are not in that same situation, like it would exactly. like it would be offensive, but like once you're Kind of on the inside of it, like you're you're allowed, right?
0: Exactly. So I'm not gonna call it that. I'm taking but... that term <laughs> from for me, but yeah, there were and there were like levels. Like we all, you know, when we were in the um, like the, basically like the safe adult, almost like summer camp area, like where everybody had roommates and rooms and like you know they did take away certain things. Like we couldn't have laces in our shoes. We couldn't. We could only bring softback books. We can only have three outfits. We couldn't have anything underwire no underwire in our bras like anything that could be misconstrued as unsafe for anyone basically um like if we 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 got one set of towels a day um we had one set of sheets we couldn't get any extra sheets because they're afraid of like people tying them together Mm -hmm. etc um but there was um we called it it was like the safe area We had a day room. We had TV access uh, and stuff like that. But there was a whole back unit for the people who had, like, psychosis and, um, like, were hearing voices, et cetera, who were the uh, wackadoo crazy, (laughs) as your mom would put it. Yeah. But honestly, I, I went in with a really good group of people. I kind of felt like it was kismet, like I was there at the right time everybody was really wonderful. And then, you know, it's really kind of to, not to get too serious, but it's kind of like opened my heart to not just mental illness, but especially PTSD and among military vets, you know, because I didn't really understand, I think before, how extreme what has been seen by, by some of these dudes, like, it's just an awful, awful thing. So um so I, you know, it opened my heart to a lot of people. And I think it really helped me in a lot of ways. There were some fun moments. There was one guy in particular who, like, I just have this one story that I'm going to share and we can move on. But we were in group therapy. <laughs> and um, the, the the counselor that was leading the, the group was like, let's go around and, you know, let's share a moment in your life that was super happy and awesome, but it can't have anything to do with like your kids or your spouse or your significant other. Like it just has to be like a moment that's just you and whatever. So we get to this guy and he was like, probably the first time I ever did LSD. (laughs) And then, and then, and then the therapist was like, sorry, you can't use that as a, happy moment because of drugs. And there were some chemical dependency people in the room. And so she was like, Okay, can you try again? And he was like, Okay, well, then definitely the first time I ever had a threesome. <laughs> we all just we all just busted, like, we just laughed like everyone in the room, including the counselor, just busted out laughing. And it was just ridiculous, like how, how much it changed the hair in the room. And then he, he also reiterated when he said threesome, he was like, Oh, with two other women. Like he wanted to make sure that everyone understood mm. that it, there wasn't a dude involved. I remember on Scrubs they called that a devil's threesome. I don't know what that
2: means. <laughs> with, with two guys, Why? two guys and a girl. I don't know cuz well, if you watch that mm. show again, it has a lot of no homo vibe to it, so yeah.
1: Fragile masculinity. Yeah.
2: I remember they had that little um musical episode where the woman was had like a tumor in her brain and she heard everything as a musical they had a song called guy love uh, and, and it was about how much they loved each other but then they ruined the whole song by at the end jd says and when i say i love you it's not what it implies it's like well it implies that you love him asshole like there are different kinds of love yeah it's got a love between two guys. <laughs> it was, it's, it's a very sweet little song up until that moment. But anyway, off my soapbox and on to the day. Well, we're glad you're back, Dale, because we love you and we miss you. We do. And, and we love you. And it is what it implies. Yeah.
0: It, it, what does it imply? <laughs>
2: that we love you. Was, okay, good. Well, we got a really great email. Uh, we got an owl from England? <gasps>
0: England? <laughs> yeah she's from i'm sorry i'm su- <laughs> did you read I'm the email yeah I, you sent it to me but i didn't read it so i'm kind of glad because i want to be oh, i'm okay. glad i'll be like surprised and stuff so go ahead and read it okay i'm gonna read it it's from katie
2: um it says hi sherry dale and lauren i'm katie and i'm a potter mad hufflepuff from england currently drinking puka I guess it's puka or puka, detox tea out of my penguin mug. P.S. I want to tell everybody, I want to take a little uh, side note to say I responded to her email (laughs) and I asked her what she was drinking and then I was like, what the hell? She said it in the first sentence. Anyway, I emailed her back and was like, I'm an idiot. Uh, So Katie, if you're listening, sorry that I'm an idiot. Um, She says, I've just caught up on all your episodes of the sorting chat and I've absolutely loved all of them and can't wait for your future ones. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. So I have a couple of questions for you all, which are, one, if you came across Amortentia, Amortentia, however we say that, i.e. the most powerful love potion that smells of the things you're most attracted to, what would you all smell? Uh, the next question is, if you were in a Quidditch team, what position would you all want to play <laughs> or what position do you think you'd be picked to play?
1: Jeez. Mm, those are good okay, um,
2: questions. Really good
1: questions.
2: Uh, she also, she goes on to say, I know you guys also had questions about a few British things. So here are some of the I'm ones that so think I can
0: answer.
2: And it's not even questions <laughs> that we had. It's like some of them are questions and some of them are just blind assumptions that we made. As, <laughs> she's, so she's so sweet and um, and uh, diplomatic <laughs> about her answers. She says, okay, Halloween. We absolutely love Halloween over here. Though it's probably only in the last few decades or maybe longer that it's really shot up in popularity. Children where I live get all dressed up and go go around trick-or-treating with their parents and have Halloween parties. I went to a couple of Halloween-themed nights when I was at university, too, and they were awesome. Uh, Sports. (laughs) We know basketball and play it. (laughs) But, (laughs) But it's not a sport we're overly fussed about. We tend to be more into rugby, football, cricket, and tennis. We also have school and university quidditch teams. What? All right. That's so cool. Uh, yes.
1: I mean, that they have university cool. quidditch teams in the US too.
2: Yeah, they're like rec league, but I'm wondering, now I want um, Katie to um, to clarify if these are like officially sanctioned by the schools and universities or if they're like rec leagues.
0: Because
2: hmm. um, that would be pretty cool. Like the, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the Oxford quidditch team.
1: <laughs> well, like, I feel like, I, like I'm pretty sure like Harvard has a quidditch team. But I don't know, true. now that you say that, if it's a rec league thing or if it's an officially, you know, sanctioned team. But
0: <laughs> like a national Quidditch <laughs> I'm trying to think league? Of like, I mean, there's like definitely
1: guys- some sort of Quidditch league between universities, I think. Now I'm looking what up do Harvard you go- How
2: long do you guys think it will be before ESPN College Sports starts picking up on Quidditch? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: That's my question as long just think mm-hmm. about it. We'll, we'll come back to it. Uh, oh, British Dental Health. Apparently, our dental health is actually pretty good now. So, I'd say the quote Brits have bad teeth, unquote, end quote thing is more of an old stereotype. Than
1: but see, she does acknowledge that it, it is a stereotype that exists, which I think is all at least right. that we were saying, or at least that right. I was saying.
2: It's okay. It's all it's fine, Sherry.
1: It's an ignorant stereotype, uh- maybe, but it is a thing that people say
2: uh well i mean it's a thing i heard like when i was a kid in the early 90s i feel like it makes it makes an
1: appearance in uh in love actually i think they say something about it in love actually too
2: yes i don't know uh she goes on to say also as hermione is under 18 she wouldn't have to pay for her braces here that is if she ever did actually have them in the books Um,
1: must be nice
2: no right uh and the last bullet point she she has is but fortunately she didn't okay (laughs) lucy says fortunately she didn't have braces you don't know that you're only on book two uh the last bullet point is mental health we're pretty good with our mental health awareness in the uk but we're currently struggling to actually get people the help they need or put preventative measures in place in the case of harry potter i think there are probably a lot of mental health mental health slash psychological issues going on for many of the characters but they're not really addressed and the impact of the characters more negative life experiences aren't fully reflected in the books i'd say harry's blowout in dumbledore's office i think after sirius dies is the closest it gets to us seeing the real impact of everything harry's gone through but i could be wrong
1: lucy didn't hear you say that did she oh shit she did
2: yeah go run away she doesn't even know who he is yet she'll forget Go, go in there. Spoilers. In Spo- sorry. She says, thanks so much to all of you for your awesome podcast and long may it continue. Your quintessentially British fan, Katie. Aww. Uh, thank you, Katie, for, for the great email. It makes us feel like a million bucks or approximately 700,000 pounds.
1: Giants. I don't know the
2: exchange. <laughs> I'm talking about British pounds. Because she's from Britain. I
1: know. I'm trying to do galleons because this is a Harry
2: Potter podcast. <laughs> she's
1: a British person. Yes. From but the real world. We're all Harry Potter fans. We all understand That's true. how galleons well,
2: okay. are. Okay. How many is it? Seven galleons to the dollar or something? That can't be
1: right. <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out. I have a running list. When The last time I reread the books of every time they mention how much something costs. And so I haven't actually come up with the exchange. I'm sure someone's done this on the internet, but I wanted to do it myself. It's hard to know how much things should cost because it's just kind of wildly all over the place. Like a wand is seven galleons, but those like omnoculars are ten. And like Dobby gets paid one galleon per week. So who knows?
2: According to Wikia.
1: I think it's probably like $15 a galleon.
2: 4.93 pounds per galleon. $6.64 $6.64 a galleon.
1: I don't think so. That's what Wikia says. Who are you to criticize? Me. I'm me criticizing. Because if you think about, like, how much, um, like, how many sickles there are to a galleon, right? Um, uh, and then a sickle is probably, like, somewhere between 50 cents and a dollar if... A, if, like, a butter beer is two sickles.
2: Apparently, a sickle is around 39 cents. Mm,
1: that seems low for a butter beer to cost less than a dollar. Yeah,
2: that is weird. I'm not yeah. making the rules.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, like, the way I was estimating it was that a sickle was between, like, 50 cents and a dollar. So if a sickle was 50 cents, then, and there's, like, what, 17 sickles to a galleon, then that would be... Well, according
2: to J.K. Rowling, the approximate value of a galleon is about five great British pounds.
1: What? Then the rest of the, like, yeah, I don't know. The sickles don't make sense, then, based on being 17 sickles to a galleon, because...
2: Yeah, I don't think she really thought of it. Oh, she didn't. I've I've
1: read, I think, interviews with her before where she says that's one of the annoying things people ask her questions about. Because, yeah, it's clearly not um, not a great conversion.
2: Well, and I can't remember if I read this somewhere or if this was something John said when we talked to John uh, on uh, several episodes ago. But for something, for a series of books with such a great world, she didn't do great world building. Um, like that wasn't really mm-hmm. her. Yeah,
1: that was something we talked about with yeah, John. Yeah,
2: and I may have read an article to that effect also. Like,
1: the daily profit is five nuts. That's five cents. That's like, is less than five cents. Well, like. Because there's that- 39 sickle. There's 39 nuts to a sickle and a, and then 17 sickles to a galleon. Well,
2: think about this, though. That's just how much they're giving the owl. Maybe that's the delivery fee. Maybe they pay a subscription fee annually to have it delivered. And that's just like how it's much. It's still so
1: little money, though.
2: So it's not a lot. I mean, I guess the owls don't use that money (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) i think the owls get paid like a wage no
2: but maybe that's like you know the just it's just like they go buy themselves some
1: owl nuts at the end of the day or something maybe
2: but like the other thing is like you got to think about owl maintenance like you gotta gotta, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like a stamp you know it's like we had to pay gas money to Mm -hmm. get this here we had to pay owl money we had to feed this owl yeah so maybe that's the delivery fee. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I can't sleep tonight. I'm going to take a cheese break. Go for it. Just kidding. I've been eating cheese this whole time. Well, the cheese I'm eating right now is steakhouse onion flavor. <laughs> it's sort of a, mm-hmm. it's a... It's cheddar. It's just aged cheddar with toasted onion pieces and sour cream and onion seasoning. Hmm. Um, I got it from a place... Called Grandpa's Cheese Barn. We spend way too much on cheese here, but you have to. You got to. You got to give that money to Grandpa. Yeah. And Mom's eating the cheese from Grandpa's Cheese Barn.
1: What'd she say? She's just telling you that I'm eating the cheese. There's like a vegan culinary school in Los Angeles that has a vegan cheese making class, and I really want to take it, but not the weekend that I'll be there. Cool. Oh. oh, hi, Lucy. Hi. I just... How are you?
2: Good. I just speak into the microphone.
1: Oh, I can hear you.
2: <laughs> okay. Bye. What does... What do you make... <laughs> you don't speak into the earphones, baby. You put that up to your... Okay. <laughs> she, she put her <laughs> mouth up to the headphone and went,
1: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> should we answer those questions
2: yeah they are fantastic questions so the first question being if somebody if you took amor if you took amortentia i'm amor, how do you guys say that amortentia. Guys, okay what would it smell like or to you or if you smelled it not if you took it i guess right that's the question mm-hmm.
0: three things isn't it like three separate things
1: yeah i don't like, know that they ever set like a limit i think generally people just name like three things let's
0: give it Three. Let's say three. Okay.
1: Definitely coffee.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like all of mine are going to be food related. Oh, I gotta
2: think about it. Gosh, I wish I had th- put any thought into this at it. I thought I would just take what comes off the top of my head. Mm. But what comes off the top of my head is this cheese that i mean Flaming
1: hot Cheetos.
2: Well, I'm not attracted <laughs> to Cheetos. Not
1: for me. For you, is it things that you're attracted to, or just things that like you like and make you happy? Because like. If you think about like, I was just thinking about like what people think about when they smell it, like the characters in the book, right? So Hermione thinks about like fresh, like new parchment and the burrow or no, does she think about it's, the burrow? It's, um, no.
0: She smells toothpaste. Harry thinks about the It's something toothpaste, isn't it? Is that in the book? The mm, it's like
1: freshly mowed, freshly mowed grass. Okay. And then one other thing. Wasn't it toothpaste? I thought it was something, mm, I don't think it was toothpaste.
0: That was how it was. It was spearmint toothpaste, but I think that was in the movie and not the book, possibly.
1: Yeah. I don't think she smells. um, I'm looking it up.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look it up.
1: Freshly mown grass, new parchment. Oh, spearmint toothpaste and Ron's hair? I really don't remember it being toothpaste. But I think that might be in the movie. Okay, so that was in the movie because on the Wikia, like the Harry Potter Wikia, it says that she only names, um, she only names the freshly mown grass, new parchment, and then blushes. But apparently, Rowling said uh, in an interview that it was Ron's hair, and Aww. then Harry, Harry smells treacle tart, broomstick handle, and something flowery that he associates with. Well, in Jenny. the book, it says like something flowery. He thought he might have smelled at the burrow, but it's Jenny.
0: Yeah, it's Jenny. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's see. Mine would be off the top of my head. Uh, sunscreen. I love the smell of sunscreen. It reminds me of very happy times. Well, and then I gotta think of one that associates with Anthony, because mm-hmm. if it's the person you're in love with, and but so sunscreen, yellow curry, nice. And what does Anthony smell? Anthony has a very specific, like, smell to him, like people do. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it would just be Anthony's smell. I don't know. Oh, I know what. Anthony's uh, deodorant.
1: Mm. What kind of deodorant is it? It's
2: not, it's like degree or something. It's one of those ones that's not super musky because mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. Um, it, it's like for anybody, and he wears that. He a clean boy.
1: <laughs> so
2: Sherry's got coffee.
1: Coffee. Some kind of bread, but maybe just donuts. Oh gosh, Ooh. donuts! That's good I'm that. really just in love with food, you guys. That's like my one true love. I love um, donuts too. So I don't know what other like people related smells. You don't. You don't have
0: to like people. You could just not care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, um, I mean, when I'm looking at like Hermione's and Harry's, like those aren't like all people smells you know you guys so. know
0: that smell of the you guys are frequent tattooers as well you know the the smell of a tattoo shop
1: I know exactly it's what like, you're talking it's about like yes
0: green because I used to work at a tattoo shop it's this cleaner that they use and it's called like yeah green soap and it's
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: mm-hmm. so good that, so green soap then probably, uh, this is going to make me sound like a dirty hippie, but I love the smell of patchouli, usually <laughs> paired with uh, some other smell, like just like a hint of patchouli. Like I have this perfume that it smells like patchouli and chocolates, but it's called Middle Earth that I really like. And um, like a freshly lit cigarette, like freshly lit, not all the way down. Wow,
2: that's a good smell. That is a good smell.
0: Yeah. That is Obviously it's not a good smell once it's burned down and then it's attached, you know, the smoke's attached to you or anything. But but yeah, probably if
1: those three things. So I guess I would do coffee or like the smell of a coffee shop. Um yeah. but that's like coffee mostly. And then maybe donuts or like some sort of bread. Um and then I was thinking either like a bookstore. Or, I don't know why, when you said patchouli, it made mm-hmm. me think of, like, a sage, you know, burning. And I really like that smell. So, I don't know, maybe you know just all four else? of those things. I'm going to go with I just thought of another one.
2: The smell what? of a charter bus.
1: <laughs> no, thank
2: you. Oh, no, I love the smell of a charter bus. It reminds me of, like, I mm-hmm. went past a charter bus last night. And the door was open. It was after a ball game. It was the um, <clears throat> away team. Did you just
1: walk into the bus and no, smell I, could,
2: it? I could, I could. The door was open. I could smell it. Oh, as I walked past, and I was immediately hit with every youth group trip I took as a child, and, and, <laughs> and or and every or high marching school, band, exactly <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: every
2: marching band trip. And while there are bad things in my life associated with both of those things, I could only remember being on because the bus was like a place where like there was very little parent supervision. Mm. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, they were sleeping. So we were just hanging out and we were like, we had to hang out like as children and teens. We're stuck in a seat, hopefully with somebody you really like. And around you are all the people that you like. Uh-huh. And you're all together for like six hours. And you're talking and you're having snacks and you're getting into trouble without anybody knowing about it. It's just a good feeling. I, I All the good feelings came back to me last night when I spelled that. So that would be one of my mm-hmm. smells, too. If I could have more than three, I would have Charter Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming Pool Chlorine. Ooh, that's a good smell. Um, uh,
1: not so much.
2: I like that smell. The, oh, a very specific smell. This Okay, at, at like, King's Island and, um, like, Disney World and places like that where they have water rides that have, like, that are made out of wood mm-hmm. there's a very interesting combination of the smell of the treated wood and the water mm-hmm. like the chlorinated water together mm-hmm. that i smell it I, I smell it so rarely but i can like almost smell it right now mm. that's a good one that is a good
0: one. i can smell Basically, it too like squash mountain smell
2: yeah like exactly yeah and just like the smell of i don't know shit that i like to do like i like to go outside also, and go swimming <laughs> there's a good smell
0: at at disney too uh that that's like at disney is like the combination of like turkey legs and like candied almonds or this kind of sweet Ooh, smell. girl like she's talking my exactly. language everybody yep
1: turkey legs and
0: candied almonds what were you gonna say sherry
1: i also like the smell of like a fire pit
2: Oh, that's a good smell.
1: (gasps) Or like, but kind of like, I don't know like if I really like it or don't like it, but the way that you smell, like you can still smell it in your hair later, like after you've stood by. That's exactly what I was going to say. For my parents' anniversary, we always had a bonfire and like for New Year's, we always had a bonfire. And so. Um,
0: Do you guys remember the smell of like clove cigarettes?
1: Oh my God, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Such a good smell. (laughs) It kind
0: of makes me sick though. Yeah. Because I got Sick on
2: those I think I did time. too. Lauren, do you
1: remember laying in uh what's the alley called? I sure do. Uh, galley alley. Lauren and I would like lay on uh, the alley. welcome to our
2: smell cast.
0: Welcome to the smell cast, everyone. <laughs> Just lay
1: in the alley smoking club cigarettes and being really cool.
0: Yeah, that was like the epitome of cool yeah. uh mid two thousands. Yeah. We're t- we're given a lot of information about ourselves. We are. <laughs>
1: right now. we we're
0: we we're aging, a, we're, um, aging we're aging ourselves
1: what about the smell of uh like developing chemicals in a, a dark room
0: oh that's a
2: that's a good one but i, I those are um those are quiet yeah. smells like they're they're like um they're the smells of reflection mm-hmm. like they're not smells of like my best times yeah. they're smells of like the times when i was allowed to be alone and do my thing. Yeah, like it's a it's a good smell, but in a different way. Lucy just came out of her room with a handful of toy cars, <laughs> and she was kind of hiding them. And she was hiding them and looking at me, which is just a neon sign that says I am not supposed to. <laughs> So uh, I, was, I was like, what have you got? I got these Hot
1: Wheels. She's not supposed to have uh, Hot Wheels.
2: What, it was? what she's doing with them. She said, I think they're supposed to change color, so I'm going to go see if they change color. She was heading to the bathroom to put them in the Oh, my water. gosh. <laughs> That's what she's doing. And I was like, hey, they're your Hot Wheels. Go ahead and see what happens. <laughs> do we want to answer that second question? I do, about yeah. About Quidditch? All right. Which position would you like to play or which... And or which position do you
1: think you would be picked to play? Oh, I would not be picked to play any position. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Sherry. But I would like to play beater. I'm not real fast, but I don't mind hitting things.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, um geez. About you.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what, Dale? Um, I, You know what? I think I would probably be a keeper because either... Mm, I don't know. Either a keeper or a chaser, just... Keeper. Part of me wants to say keeper because you just sit there and wait for the <laughs> ball to come to you. It's a lot of pressure, though. It is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um. But I, I, a chaser too, because there's just constant action and you're moving and you're getting things done. You know. And I like I like to be constantly moving. Is or you know, like if I'm like I like to roller skate and I like to be fast. So I think that's that's fun. But the keeper is kind of cool because you get you could. What was that? I was maybe an idiot. Continue. Sorry. Um I I don't know like either one of those would probably be good.
2: Lauren. Okay. I don't I don't want to be a seeker. Don't want to do that. Um I I I don't want to be a chaser cuz that seems like a lot of work. Um <laughs> I think I I think I'd probably be a beater also. Like that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Just like just like whacking people with balls. Well, yeah, I'm just sort of focusing on those mad crazy Quaffle, not quaffle, what are they? Bludgers. Bludgers.
1: You're protecting other people from getting hit, so.
2: Yeah, um, that'd be fun. Um, as for what I would be picked for, I feel like I'd probably be, oh, shit. Well, I'm not athletic at all, but I don't, so much of the work is just arm work and, and like, how well you can fly, and I have no frame of reference <laughs> to know how good I would be at flying. And I know, I know that real quidditch, not real quidditch, real world quidditch, is different. I don't know the rules of that at all, and I don't know how they play it. It's
1: not that so I exciting. What I would do. I watched it one time, and it was just kind of like a bunch of people running around.
0: I'm sure it's fun when you're doing it, though. Oh
1: yeah, for sure.
0: I kind of want to ask. <clears throat> I, I want to ask Katie a question if she if she listens to this. If if she was really disappointed about England in the World Cup that that they, they didn't make it to the final. If she's upset oh. about that because France won. <laughs> Not to be a jerk. <laughs> um, why were you were you like
2: rooting for France? I or? was rooting.
0: I was actually hoping that the final would be France and England because that just seems like the coolest game ever to have France and England play each other. Mm. But France would have beat them because they have this awesome player called Mbappe, who's like really, really, like, really good, and he's like nineteen and uh, just amazing.
1: But yeah, I was I was kind of rooting for France.
2: I don't know nothing about no soccer
1: balls literally everything I know about the world cup is from people live tweeting it <laughs> but I feel like I was able to stay pretty up on also like everybody here watches it and so I would just be in my apartment and all of a sudden all of my neighbors would yell at the same time and because of the time difference it would be like you know 11 o'clock at night yeah and all of my neighbors would just start yelling and I'd be like um somebody must have just scored yeah <laughs> or not scored. Um, but that was pretty much the extent of my following the World Cup.
2: Oh, boy. I've never been a big fan, but it is quite exciting. It's like basketball in a way. Um, and actually, it gives me a lot of anxiety.
1: Yeah, that's, I think, why I like it. Like, Because I know you are a baseball fan, but I don't like baseball because it's so slow. But, like, basketball I like because it's really... You know, something's happening the whole time, and I think if I got more into soccer, I could like it for that reason.
2: I maintain that baseball, baseball is a thinking man's sport because there's a narrative to it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not
2: all. It's not all climax. It
1: takes so long. There are
2: peaks and valleys. It takes. Three hours.
1: That's so long, say.
2: y'all. I can't. Do we have other Harry Potter things we want to talk about? Do you want me to bring my daughter in here and ask her what she thinks
0: about that first Harry Potter book? I think. Or yeah. I we mean, have it yes.
1: Thing? I think she would love that. I think she really and I wants also to think participate. That she would
0: liven up, liven up this beautiful thing we have okay. going on. Lucy, she said, "What? Like it was such an imposition."
2: Lucy is seven years old. She'll be eight in about two and a half weeks. Yes. Oh, are you still in there playing with Hot Wheels in the sink? Also,
0: Sherry, I want to say that I missed your birthday, and I love you, and happy belated birthday. Thanks. I'm glad you were born.
1: Me too. I got to hang out with some giraffes on my birthday. <gasps> what? okay Can you? Ah,
2: ho- that was really loud, <laughs> and I didn't even know what anybody was saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hi, Lucy. Can
2: you guys hear her? Okay. Yes. I can yeah, hear yeah, her. Can oh, pop, hi, hop into this. Hi. Hi, um, Lucy. Hi. So,
1: Lucy, I I hear that you've been reading Harry Potter.
2: Who is this? Who is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Sherry.
2: So you just finished reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone. No, Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, USA. Okay. <laughs> um, what did you think? What are your impressions? Uh, Boring. Boring? What? So. I like the Chamber of Secrets better. Okay. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what did you like about the first one, though? I don't know. (laughs) Who's your favorite character so far? uh, I don't know. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Interesting choice. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite? Well, actually, I don't have a a favorite character.
1: What do you think about Harry Potter? The person. Like, what do you think about that character? Fine. (laughs) Fine. He's fine. Do you think he's, like, funny or smart or, I don't know, boring? Do you think he has an interesting life?
2: No. You don't think it's interesting to be a wizard? It's sad. It is sad. What do you think about them Dursleys? Rude.
1: (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Rude. What? Like, how would you feel, Lucy, if all of a sudden someone sent you a letter and said you were going to go to wizarding school? Do you think that would be exciting?
0: I would freak.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: (laughs) In a good way or a bad way? Would you be like freak out like, yeah, or like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Probably, maybe a little bit of both. Amelia would freak, 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 freak. They don't know who Amelia is. Is that her cousin? Yeah. Well, In a bad way. Well, let me let me ask you this. She'd be like, oh what no. What would be the main her. thing that you would want to learn while you were at Hogwarts? Like, what, would you l- rather like to do potions, or learn how to turn things into other things, or learn about how to cast spells that make things levitate? Or- oh, there there's a class that... Taught you how to kill Voldemort. Well, technically, well, there yeah. is a class like
1: that. Defense Against the Dark Arts should teach you how to kill Voldemort.
2: Mm-hmm. But outside of you know, like killing and like <laughs> murder, uh, what other things would you like to do with magic?
0: I don't know. Well, okay. I don't know. You've been a great
2: guest. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for your insight into this the first book. Thank you, Lucy. We've enjoyed you immensely. <laughs> so you're you're she's reading
2: Chamber of Secrets right now. Um and it, is there yeah. anything you want to say about that before you go about Chamber of Secrets? That it's not boring. Mm. <laughs> it is, it's boring. Okay. Well <laughs> good. That's great. Great. This um is... did you hear me crack my knuckles in the microphone? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did. I cracked my knuckles in the microphone. <laughs> Um, Do you have anything else you want to say to us before you go back to your room for the rest of the day? I'm just joking. I'm not going to. You're not going to the room? But is there anything else you want to to say about Harry Potter? Are you looking forward to getting on to the third book and seeing what happens? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, bye. Bye, Lucy. (laughs) Well, okay, that was
1: useful. (laughs) She really seemed like she wanted to participate earlier.
0: I know she did. It's like Ugh. with kids, it's like you got to catch them at that exact right time. I think that Lauren and I are are raising women who are could who could give a fuck, like who like they just. <laughs> Like, they just literally are like, um, I don't have to do any anything you say. I think that's very accurate. Zero fucks getting. Very accurate. We're not getting
2: the truth either. Like, something about Lucy's character just wants you to know that she doesn't right. care. Like, she doesn't.
0: Rude!
2: <laughs> Go away. <laughs> I love you. How rude. Rude! All right, run along. Run along. Lucy, <laughs> come on, man. I'm trying to do my work. It's very important work that I'm doing. She says it's boring, but she read the first book in
0: like two days, so. She must have loved it. Uh-oh, and someone's upset coming in here. I What's Aww. wrong? I just hit my head. You hit your head? I'm so sorry. On the car? On the car? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the
2: coming to an end because the children are... Taken over. Well, it was great talking to you guys. Thank you, Katie, for sending your great email. Um, anybody else wants to email us questions and or comments? Please do. Yeah, uh, to the, the
1: sorting chat at gmail.com. You can also tweet us questions. Yes. At, that's, what is our Twitter handle? At
0: thesortingchat. Yeah, I tag thesortingchat.
2: Mm-hmm. And also, if you have a minute and you enjoy... Um, the podcast it would be great if you um would rate us on itunes or google play just give us a little review give us i'm not saying you have to give us a good review but if it's good that would be great um yeah. but you know <laughs> and yeah so thank you for listening and um I, what, what did we say our spell is going to be in vertigo in vertigo for not having vertigo it was what we could think of at the time
1: for not having vertigo, but also just for, like, making you feel, like, stable and grounded.
2: Ooh, oh, that's a that good one. That is a good one. Yeah. We all need that. I need that. that
1: right now. Well, in vertigo to you. In
2: vertigo to all of our listeners. I hope you feel grounded this week. And, boy, this has been kind of a, I don't know, it's just been what it is. <laughs> uh We love you. And thank you for listening. And in vertigo to in you. vertigo. In vertigo. Namaste.